sorry, my neighbours have just come into my garden and I have a huge window that like is looking right out and I really hope they don't look in here because I am in my pyjamas recording this from my bed. Listen, your work from home, they don't know any better. <laughs> True. <laughs> where we take bad Netflix films and we try to fix them. I'm Helena. And I'm Rosie. And this episode, we watched The Curse of Bridge Hollow. A Halloween-hating dad reluctantly teams up with his teenage daughter when an evil spirit causes chaos by making their town's decorations come to life. That was the best I've ever done a summary. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, it's a weird film. Yeah. Do you have a one-word review? A one-word review, yes. Um, my one-word review is Christmassy. Christmassy? Yeah, because it just felt very, like... Hallmark? If it wasn't set during Halloween... Yeah, it felt like a Hallmark film. It's just, in- like, instead of, like, Christmas decorations, it was pumpkins. Like, the whole, the way it was shot, like, the the vibes were just very... This is, like, a Christmas film, but it's Halloween. And then, like, at the end, there was, like, a setup for, like, a Christmas film, I guess, where they were like, you think this is bad, wait until you see what it's like at Christmas. And I was like, that would be every Hallmark movie ever, like. That's really interesting. I hadn't considered that, but you're right. I think it was just, like, visually as well, like, it just looked so, like, my mum watches the Christmas 24 Oh, so does mine. Constantly. 24 hours a day. Like, constantly. Literally. <laughs> And, like, I walk into the, the living room and it's just the same vibe. It's just this one was a little bit more orange and, like, darker because more stuff happened at night. But, like, yeah, like, it's... <laughs> it gets to the point now where my mum, like, recognises ones she's already watched and she's like, oh, I've seen this one yesterday. And I was like, well, why watch it again it's then? The and she's like, oh, it I recognise the ones we've already watched. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe it's a mum thing. <laughs> I think so. What's your one word review? Oh, I don't really have one today. Um, I was stuck because while I didn't dislike this film, I didn't think it was bad compared to the ones we've watched before. I did think it looked a bit unfinished. Yeah. But some some of the effects seemed like they were rough drafts. Mm. I, don't, I don't know. They just ran out of the funding for the VFX like halfway yeah. through. <laughs> they spent it all on the cast. <laughs> I don't know. I did quite like it, though. Do you know what I'd like the best? I know, should be saving this at the end, but um, it was a cool 90 minutes. <laughs> yeah, it was quite brief. <laughs> I think the thing is as well, like, by the time it got to the end, I was like, you couldn't have dragged this out any further. Like, yeah, they no. kind of got in, did what they needed to do and got out, which, you know, we always respect over here at Flixes. <laughs> we like it. We like a short film. <laughs> We love a short film. Because the thing is as well, like, any any good films can be made bad by being too long. You're so right. (laughs) And do you know what's worse? Netflix insists on making these long, bad films. (laughs) I think this is the shortest one we've looked at. Oh, really? I think so. It reminds me of Kissing Booth. Like, (laughs) I've only watched the first one, but I watched it with my friend Jess. And I just remember... (laughs) 
it got to a point in the film where like narratively I was like okay we've got like 20 minutes left maximum we weren't even 30 minutes in we still had like an hour and a half to go and I was like never have I been so depressed like moving the mouse to see like how much time is left and being like oh my god we're not even halfway through <laughs> like that film is so long and for what Netflix love doing that other people thought very similarly on Letterboxd but I'll hit you with some reviews I'll go best to worst we've got three stars using a Ouija board app to communicate with spirits is camp <laughs> I screamed. I had to pause the like the when I was watching it at that point because I was like, no way is she using an app like on her iPad. And she was. It was so funny. I will say I did love that. I think that was my favorite part of this film was how like the kids actually used modern technology to like mm. make smarter choices. <laughs> like when I mean, spoiler this is a bit towards the end when they record. The spell. Yes, like they I was film like, oh it. my god, that's so like smart because it's like I don't, I'm not gonna remember this. So like, you just record someone saying it. Yeah, I was so like, good on them. <laughs> yeah, and I've like I've been conditioned by years of characters making poor choices in films to think that when <laughs> um, the daughter and the dad were going off to like do the spell, I was thinking, oh no, but they filmed it on a different phone. How are they going to... Like, Wait, they've already sent it to her. Genius. We're making <laughs> These smart people are clever. choices. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing in this film. Everyone is very intelligent. Like... <laughs> yeah. We're not making like, and it's made poor decisions. Yeah. I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah, everyone in this film is smart. <laughs> that was satisfying. It was a very satisfying mm. watch when they did stuff like that. Yeah, because then you're, like, not mad about it for being, like... Because, like, I hate when you're watching something, you're like, that's stupid, no one would ever do that. It was like, no, they did everything right. Yeah. It's just, you know, the circumstances. Two stars. Walmart version of Hubie Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> and then, half a star. This movie makes Hubie Halloween look like Citizen Kane. <laughs> so two very okay. conflicting reviews Hubie there. Halloween thoughts, Yeah. <laughs> I think that says more about Hubie Halloween than it does about this film. <laughs> You're so Hubie right. Is that comparison. <laughs> I preferred this to Hubie Halloween, obviously. Yeah, this was less painful, but I feel like Hubie Halloween is like, there's more happening though. Do you know what I mean? Like, I would rewatch Hubie Halloween. I don't think I would rewatch this film. I would never <laughs> rewatch Hubie Halloween. I watched it twice, or like three times or something. You would have to torture <laughs> me. We were in isolation and we watched it as a, like a flat. <laughs> so like there were six of us Not even it. isolation could put me through that again. <laughs> I really, I look at Adam Sandler differently now. <laughs> <laughs> it's Adam Sandler, what do you mean? I, I look at him differently after that film. Oh, Anyway... Should we get into it? First of all, my first note is that they play Hit the Road Jack, which obviously is very, like, tied in because the name of the, like, quote-unquote villain of this film is Stingy Jack. And, like, the second I heard it play, I was like, okay, of course, this is going to be a reference to, like, the villain. I loved the music in this 
this film like it was very classic Halloween film, like music they played Somebody's Watching Me by Motel or something I can't remember this, the yeah people. Netflix have like, a budget one's... yeah like they love the music, music like, all the music reasonably well yeah <laughs> um yeah, there was like there were so many songs that are, like on my Halloween playlist. So I was like, yes, these are like the good ones. That's where the budget went. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not on the VFX, on the music and the actors. <laughs> Certainly not on the effects. <laughs> I did think so. Like it starts with them moving into town, right? It did yeah. feel a bit like a slightly higher quality Disney Channel original movie from the nineties. Yeah, do you know what helped that? The title graphics. The title yes. graphics looked yes. so, so like nineties. I it like took me back. I was like, this is new, right? Like, they like nailed it. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> the credits at the start took ages as well. Yeah, <laughs> it was like really adding to the mood. <laughs> and they also had like, it felt like classic like horror film almost as well when they started like like a family moving to like a small town and like the kid is like i don't want to move Blah. yeah and definitely the parents are like it'll be a great new start and it's like okay he's getting murdered <laughs> <laughs> leaning into the tropes but i didn't even mind yeah no it kind of made sense like you wouldn't do that with like a halloween not halloween like a christmas film again i was comparing it to christmas films the whole time so yeah it was kind of i think it worked saying this i don't think i logged this film on my letterbox yet <laughs> dude bring up my letterboxed right now bring it up i'm I'm not joking i'm it gonna be identical i'm not telling you what's on it <laughs> okay recent activity twilight breaking dawn the goonies day shift breaking dawn <laughs> jennifer's watched... body do revenge breaking the part one shrek 2 <laughs> eclipse <laughs> I have watched the whole of the Twilight Saga <laughs> for the first time, actually. I've Yeah, I've never seen Twilight. Dude, you actually need to watch them. I was so invested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, my diary is Do Revenge, Nope, Nope Again, The Map of Tiny Perfect Things, Bo Burnham, The First Monday of May, and then Senior Year. I've not watched many films this year. I've been watching a lot of we TV, just though. can't avoid talking about Nope. <laughs> it's okay. Listen, we're not going to talk about it this episode. I'll be like three in a row. <laughs> this is the Flix's favourite film, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that will change. I gave it two and a half stars, by the way. Yeah, I think I gave it three, but I think that was generous. Yeah, it's not because I didn't like it. Yeah, it was a very like mid film. Like, yeah, I've seen worse Hallmark films for sure was much more bearable that's the problem with things like letterboxd because you're reviewing in relation to other films you've watched yeah whereas i would like to review i want it to be every film individually judged but i can't do that no <laughs> there's like a period where i just didn't give anything rating so like because i was like i can't like compare these so i just wasn't but now i'm like okay no i do actually want to see because Letterbox is the little graph thing, and I like looking at the graph. <laughs> Occasionally, I don't rate. I didn't rate the Twilights. You're not looking at it like, like a film student would. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're just looking at it like watching it for the first time. Anyway, we're 16 minutes in, and we've not <laughs> talked about the plot once. We got like 
two seconds into the movie. (laughs) (laughs) We should quickly mention that this cast are um, Mm. very good. In all in their own right, um, the dad Marlon Wayans, uh, the daughter Priya Ferguson, the Erica from Stranger Things. Yeah, I was gonna say I was like I'm pretty sure that's her, but I haven't seen the new season. Yeah, she's great. She looks taller than than like in Stranger Things. I was like, yeah, it's because like the Stranger Things season three was like four years, like two years ago maybe. So of course she's like ages to film. Yeah. And the mum um, is Kelly Rowland. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> so yeah, they get to this town. I cannot remember the name of the town. Bridge Hollow, dude. Um, it's in the title. Oh, fucking hell. I was thinking of... um, <laughs> I was thinking of uh, the other... The rival town. It was like Oakvale or something. Oaktown? Oaktown. Um, just because that got mentioned more than like Bridge Hollow did. So I was like... I was like, it's yeah, not true. Or like Oaktown or whatever. So I was like, what is it? Anyway, so yeah, they get there and like they're driving through the town and like all of the front lawns of all these houses are like decked out in like different like themed Halloween scenes. It looks really cool. And I was like, damn, sometimes I wish I lived like in America just for that sort of thing. But like, I guess it's not like that everywhere. <laughs> yeah, if you've seen Gilmore Girls, imagine Stars Hollow. But Bridge Hollow is, like, the creepy counterpart. (laughs) So, yeah, they move in and they meet their neighbour, who I thought was going to be more instrumental in the film. He was not. And he's, like, classic, like, late-aged white guy who just makes, like, ex-wife jokes. Um, (laughs) Is he? He's not, like, a cop, is he? Um, Sully, I'm talking about. I don't know. I don't think we know what he does. Uh, the only reason I ask is because, like, later on, like, actually on Halloween, he's wearing, like, a cop outfit, I guess. And I was like, is he just, like, in uniform? Or, like, that's his costume? Because I was like, if that's his costume, it's funny, because that's very scary, like, a policeman. <laughs> but <laughs> if not, I was like, oh, he's just, like, sat on his porch on Halloween, like, terrorising children. Oh, I have no idea. I honestly <laughs> didn't even anyway. notice. <laughs> anyway, um, so, yeah, like, he's, like... Like, he, like, makes jokes about, like, hating his ex-wife or something. And the dad is just like, yeah, well, anyway, me and my wife are, like, happily married. Bye-bye. What is Priya's character name? I don't remember any character names. I'm always really bad with character names. I remember the dad's, like, Howard... Sydney. Her name's Sydney, I think. Sydney, yes. <laughs> Sydney. Anyway, Sydney wants yes. to, like, decorate for Halloween, which is very normal. She's 14. But the dad is, like very strict he's a science teacher which okay this is my only gripe with this film which is rare to only have one major one in this series but (laughs) marlon wayans i just don't believe him to be a strict science teacher (laughs) where is he like marlon scary movie wayans (laughs) no (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i thought you were gonna say the fact that he keeps going on about like science and stuff and I was like shut up dude like we get it <laughs> do you know what every I mean? time like, he said that was pop really... quiz when there was a serious time sensitive moment happening yeah <laughs> like dude just move my guy now's not the time just like do it like exactly because he's like oh if I do this she'll remember my guy she will remember anyway this is a very traumatic experience she's experienced yeah that, she's not gonna forget this in a hurry <laughs> 
But yeah, so they go into town, I think, and then like, oh, I think they see like an empty lot and the mum is like, oh, I really want to open like a bakery because she used to be a lawyer, but now she's like, I want to be a bakery baker, but she only does like vegan, gluten-free, like sort of bakes and like the the dad and Sydney like make fun of her for that a bit. And then they meet the mayor. Oh my God. <laughs> my favourite character in this was not in it enough. She's incredible. She is amazing. She rolls up in the biggest, like, pumpkin car truck thing. It's huge and looks very practical. But she rolls up in that and is like, oh, you must be, like, the new people who moved in. I'm the mayor. It's a voluntary role. Don't worry. And then she's like, they end up talking about, like, the town, like, folklore, I guess, where she's like, oh, this is, let me tell you about Stingy Jack. And she's like, my sweater has the story knitted onto it. Oh my god, that was that was incredible, <laughs> that jumper. It really was. And she like tells the story like gesturing to like the different parts of her sweater. <laughs> She's like, and then they, the town hanged Stingy Jack and there's like a pumpkin man being like hanged at the bottom of her jumper. <laughs> that was so good. You need that actor. I don't know, because I kept thinking it was um I kept thinking it was uh Chris Chelsea, Chelsea Preddy. Preddy, but I knew it wasn't. No, it's uh, Lauren Lapkus. Yeah, they look very similar. And I was like, I know it's not her, but the vibes are very similar. Do you know she's like 5'10 in real life? Who is? The the mayor. Who, the oh, yeah, she truck. looked tall. I love she her. She looked very tall. That's why I was like, it's not Chelsea Peretti, because I know Chelsea Peretti is shorter than that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how tall Chelsea Peretti is. I think she's like average height. Okay, Chelsea Pretty is pretty average height. She's one six eight, <laughs> so she's like also, five foot six. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, um, I think then they split up, and Sydney like stumbles into a cemetery, as you do. <laughs> yeah, just casual. Casually, and um, she runs into like three kids who are. Were they in the grave? I think I missed that. I think they were in. The Hawthorne, no, not Hawthorne. Was that her name? Madame Hawthorne? Yeah. Yeah. I think they were in her, like, tomb, right? Yeah. And she's like, what are you doing? And they're like, grave robbing. And <laughs> she's like, oh, okay. Um, they're like, no, we're joking. It's fine. Um, they're the paranormal they're like, society. Yeah, like, of course, she just, but the first, like, kids she bumps into are, like, the paranormal, like, nerds. So they're like, oh my god, like, you moved into that house, it's, like, apparently haunted. And she's like, oh my god, it's haunted, that's amazing. So they're just, like, bonding over, like, her house being haunted, which was really cute. Because, like, I feel like a lot of the time it would have been, like, the kids being like, oh, your house is haunted. And she'd be like, no, it's not, like, whatever. Um, But they, like, tell her, like, oh yeah, like, there's, like, rumours that the ghost of Madame Hawthorne lives in your house. So she's like, amazing. Time to whip out the iPad Ouija board. Um... (laughs) I know, she was on board so quickly. It, she was, and I was like, I love this. <laughs> so she whips out the iPad Ouija board, which was so funny. I cannot, like, whoever came up with that it alone was good enough for this film. Like, it's such a stupid thing. It's like, did you ever see those apps that were like, am I pregnant or something? And you <laughs> tell you if you're, like, pregnant or not. And it's like, that's so stupid because, like, that, that, that's not how it works. Or like x-ray apps like same energy <laughs> you're so right like 
iPhone, no, like iPod Touch <laughs> era. Specifically app. iPod Touch apps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't have those apps on an iPhone today. I'm sure they still run, but like you just couldn't. That's like Isn't social suicide. not the same. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember the like beer one? Yeah. That would, like you would tilt it. It looks like you're drinking beer. <laughs> like that was the whole app. <laughs> Those were simpler times. People were paying like seventy nine p for that. Like you know. Well, you wouldn't get ads though. I feel like if you had those apps now, they'd be like, the immersion would be broken because there'd be like a banner ad at the bottom. <laughs> Do you know? What? I can't remember the last time I paid for an app either. It's probably your driving one. <laughs> yeah, probably. And that was years ago. Damn. God, apps really fell off, huh? <laughs> so yeah, she's investigating. So yeah, she does her her little Ouija board seance thing with Madame Hawthorne and gets led up into the attic of this old house and finds a chest and immediately pops that bad boy open, which yeah, I wouldn't like, have done personally. Why into paranormal stuff, but still opening creepy chests that's like rule number one yeah like if if she was she is also 14 so i think you know we can give her a little bit of a slide like (laughs) do you know what i mean i'm like she's 14 (laughs) i'm like excited about it i guess anyway she finds this like turnip like very wrinkly looking like skull um just takes it out (laughs) um and i don't know what she does with it after that because i think we like the dad unless something else happens um she tells yeah she tells her parents that like it's haunted and they're like really mad at her and then this yeah this bit actually jumps around a lot because we get we see howard is like being introduced to the principal well he knows the principal of the school that he's gonna work at yeah i think they went to school together or something it's implied but I also found it really funny that they were like, thank you so much for joining mid-semester. It was a real pain when the old teacher like won the lottery and moved to Fiji with his mistress. <laughs> like, it was so specific. But like I like that they took the time to explain why they were moving mid-semester and not like, in yeah. September, in like, late October. No, I, yeah, I, I agree. That was kind of fun. We don't often get that. Because we would have probably like picked holes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was like funny as well, because he was like, you don't play the lottery, do you? And he's like, no. He's like, your your marriage is good? He's like, yes. <laughs> the way he says, oh yeah, we're Jay-Z and Beyonce, when his wife is Kelly Rowland, had me <laughs> on the floor. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> um, oh, and he also gets um, jump scared by a skeleton in his new classroom. Uh, Albert he opens Einstein. <laughs> he opens a cupboard and this uh, like skeleton like falls out onto him. And apparently, like some of the kids had like rigged it, but he reacts in like a very not normal way. He's like clearly very freaked out by it, which later we learn is because he like has bad experience with skeletons. Which, as a biology teacher, is very funny. <laughs> yeah, it is. He's like, my guy. Everybody has skeletons. You're a scientist. You should be like chill with it. <laughs> This part of the film is very uh, filler, <laughs> which for a 90 minute film is wild, but it's just <laughs> setting up all the characters. Like, we see more of uh, Sydney mm. and the friends. The friends are all like kind of baby emos, 
<laughs> yeah, it's it was really cute. At least you have a note, like, they're so, like, friendly. Because, like, Sydney's, like, clearly new. And they're, like, immediately, like, welcome her into their friendship group. And they're, like, would you like to come to this, like, Halloween event later? Like, you don't have to. It's, like, very cool. But, like, it'd be nice if you came. And I was, like, oh, this is so cute. Um, yeah, the Hall of Horrors. Firstly, yeah, the school so. budget is wild. Literally insane. <laughs> but also, why is it, like only being supervised by children. <laughs> 14 year olds at that as well. It's not even like the seniors. It's I know. Like, they're like, oh yeah, we the volunteer at this thing. There's not an adult in sight, <laughs> but there's like the whole school is full of creepy figures and mazes and stuff. I guess like the whole town is very into it though. So maybe like part of it is like the like adults like contribute towards it and then the kids just like run it in the evening or something that's true also they were like a wealthy town right so yeah like there's a lot it's mostly white people in this town (laughs) it gives the vibe of that anyway do you know what i mean like suburban like town sort of thing and then they also show in the evening the mum is at like the stingy jack event is that what it was called i can't remember she wasn't at school but she was selling like her baked goods when they were setting up for the festival. Mm. <laughs> the mayor comes over and is like, mmm, like, samples the goods. And it's like, oh, you could, you could really taste the beetroot. <laughs> yeah, the whole film, the film has a running joke in it that vegan baked goods are disgusting. And I think yeah. this film was paid for by Big Gluten. <laughs> like, towards the end, I was <laughs> Big like, gluten. Big Gluten funded this. <laughs> Yeah, I was a bit annoyed that, like, the butt of the joke was that it was vegan baking and not that she was just a bad baker. Because at the end, I was kind of expecting yeah. them to be like... She was like, oh, like, try these. I, like, made them with, like, regular ingredients. And they're like, oh, it still sucks, actually. <laughs> this is still a very bad food. And she's yeah, like, oh, shit, like, maybe, maybe just you're just bake. a bad baker. Yeah, and then at the end, I was like, okay, we don't need to... Some people have to be gluten-free, Okay. She's a very considerate lady making vegan gluten-free food. Yeah, and um, it's 2022. Come on, gang. <laughs> I love vegan baked goods. <laughs> um, so yeah, it would have ni- been nice if they had done that. That's a fix, is that they weren't, you know, loads of vegan jokes. Because, <laughs> like, I just think it would have been funny if they... Like, it just would have been more funny as well if at the end she was just still terrible. Um, anyway. <laughs> okay, so she's out like the mum is out like setting up for this festival and then the dad and sydney are at home sydney has like decorated the house like since he was at work so he gets back and he's like mad because he's like you know you know i don't like this like it's not good sort of thing she's like well whatever i'm 14 i'm gonna do i did it anyway and like she calls her mum and her mum's like no like it's chill like you can do that sort of thing yeah, he's, like, so against Halloween to the point of cruelty occasionally. Yeah, I was just like, come on, homie, like, you have one daughter and she likes Halloween, like, you know, that's, she is, she's an only child, she, like, they should be at her beck and call. <laughs> like, <laughs> is that what you what think mean? only childdom is like? Yeah, you're the only person that, <laughs> you're, like, got your parents' full attention. <laughs> It would have been more realistic if they'd had, like, another sibling who didn't like Halloween. If the younger sibling didn't like Halloween. And they're like, oh, no, you know, we can't do the decorations because, you know, little Timmy doesn't like it. She's like, well, I like it and I'm older. 
<laughs> You're inserting your sibling bias into this film. All, all older siblings will agree with me. <laughs> this is that's how it is. The younger sibling gets. See, away. I'm the youngest. <laughs> By a long way, so you're basically an only child. Very true. <laughs> you, you were you were raised in an only child environment, even if you're not technically an only child. <laughs> yeah, I only lived with one of them for a little bit. Yeah. I remember it though, I wasn't a baby, but yeah. Yeah, at least you remember it. Like there are some people who are like, I'm not an only child and it's like your sibling there's eighteen years between you and your sibling, you never live together. <laughs> yeah, there's 15 and 17 between mine I think but yeah I do remember them <laughs> I see them often <laughs> anyway they've like they're decorating the house or I don't think they're, de- they're decorating it but like eventually they end up lighting the lantern that or the head that Sydney found in, in the house that was a poor decision why would she do that also it's a turnip is it not rotten is there a wick in there yeah, right yeah <laughs> How is it a light? It keeps lighting. And I was like, is there just a wick pre-built in? Like, if she'd like lit a candle and put it in, then sure. But I was like, there's just a pre-existing wick in the the lantern. I assumed there was a candle in there, like an old one. But I don't know. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, they like light it and then like the dad puts it out, but then it relights. Yeah, it keeps relighting because obviously it's the creepy old one. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely haunted. And it ends up, I think, like, the spirit of Stingy Jack, well, we later find out Stingy Jack, ends up transferring into a bat decoration that um, Sidney bought. And, like, the bat, like, starts, like, flying around, terrorising them and everything. Um, We have my favourite exchange that I wrote down, where Sidney goes, ah, shit, and the dad says, hey, watch your mouth. And then he goes, ah, shit. Yeah, that was a good line. I love when people do that. They're like, hey, and then they're like, oh, no, I'm going to do it as well. (laughs) And then I have my one drink that I wrote... (laughs) Because the bat escapes through, like, a window. It just smashes a window. Like, the amount of property damage in this film is actually insane. Um, I hope everyone is insured against this, because, my God. Yeah, no, it was wild, the amount of property damage. Especially for, like, the principal's house later. I won't spoil, like, what happens, but, (laughs) like, all of his windows were gone. All of them. There were no windows left. (laughs) I feel like he was asking for it, though. (laughs) Like, by collecting all that stuff. He was asking for trouble and I have no sympathy. Yeah, so the bat escapes and, like, I guess, like, infects other, like, Halloween decorations. And they made me one joke of the COVID parallels <laughs> of the bat being the spreader of the curse. They made that joke, though, in the film, right? Oh, wait, did they? I was like, that's so funny if that's intentional. Because <laughs> I don't know if I was like, oh, I don't think I wrote it down, but I'm sure he said... I'm sure he said something like, oh, it was a bat that started it, like, ironic or something. <laughs> I missed that. I can't Which... believe that. It must have just been... Because <laughs> I literally just, like, I saw it, like, spread and I was like, oh, my God, the parallels. And I was like, no, that can't be intentional. But if it was, that's really funny. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, the Halloween infections start getting, like, quote-unquote infected by the, like, spirit of Stingy Jack and, like, come to life. Sorry, their neighbour, Sully, has, like, a vamp... Not vampire a zombie like display in his back in his front garden yeah sully has the cast of the walking dead just chilling in his <laughs> front garden does. like when when they showed his garden i was like those are extras those are real people standing really still <laughs> do you know what i mean i was like those are not mannequins like <laughs> they're supposed to be but they were just like he's full walking dead cast 
and like they get infected and start like coming towards him and the dad is just like man what a good display this is so realistic <laughs> meanwhile like sully's being like bitten by these zombies and like yelling and like shooting at yeah, them with the yeah sully's like pinned down by they're biting him <laughs> he's like screaming fighting for his life yeah. And like the dad's just like, damn, this is this is a good show. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, Sydney saves Sully. I did love how capable she was in this entire film. She can fight, she's smart, and she believes in the stuff. And she got stuff done. Like she knew what needed to happen. She was quick on her feet. She thought of a plan. I loved that. And she's only fourteen. She's got it all going for her. Yeah. I mean, she did cause the problems in the first place, but <laughs> we'll forgive her. Excuse- that's excusable. I literally just saw a note as well that I wrote. It just says, fuck it up, Sydney. I don't remember what that's in relation to, but good for her. <laughs> so yeah, I guess we can then go back to... What happens next? I honestly don't know because my next notes are when they're at the retirement home. Why are they even at the retirement home? Because Victoria Hawthorne, yes. the granddaughter of... Madam Hawthorne, who's supposedly like haunting their house. Yeah, they're like, Do you know anything about this? And she's like, Yeah, I actually witnessed this um, event that happened. And she like tells them about like the Stingy Jack thing and how her like grandmother like trapped Stingy Jack's soul in this lantern. She's like, But you don't, guys don't need to worry about it. It's fine. As long as that like thing never gets lit, there's not going to be a problem. And they're like, Oh, we may have lit the lit. And she's like, oh, well, you're screwed then. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> I love how originally she, like, wasn't going to tell them. And then he starts bribing her with a chocolate bar. Yeah. <laughs> I did think it was cool that because the film was so short, everything moved quickly. Like, mm-hmm. they got in to see her immediately and stuff. It wasn't like, <laughs> oh, she doesn't want to see you. You'll have to figure it out by yourself sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> there was a continuity error here. Oh, really? Yeah, when her teeth fall out, mm. you, like, see them on the table and then they're talking. And then when it goes back to her, she's talking with them in. And then it cuts away again <laughs> and then it goes back and she's putting them back in. I think that's just because the actor had teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. I'm assuming they didn't pull all her teeth out for this role. Yeah. She was like, I'm not that dedicated. Oh, and then, like, a Grim Reaper decoration pulls up which is very funny because like the dad is still like not believing it and like thinks it's just like someone in a costume so he's like it's pretty poor taste for uh, old people's home which was yeah, very he funny was like, god um, <laughs> there's like one of the like people who lives there like sees it and just goes no not today and like walks away yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like the grim reaper decoration like infects all of the spiders there's a bunch of like plastic spiders in like the room that they're in so it infects all of the spiders. Big spider warning. Like, if you're not into spiders, it was, like, very, like, into that. There was also, like, a massive spider as well. Yeah, like a comically large roof spider. <laughs> yeah, which didn't look very good, but... <laughs> no. Okay, one part in this scene which bothered me is when... Oh, two parts, but it's the same scene. Uh, the dad is like, stay there. <laughs> With no context. I'm like, okay, you are a bad father. <laughs> <laughs> but he's he's going to get like some chemicals, right? Yeah, he like gets to like chemical like bleach or something and like, spraying the spiders with it cuz even though the spiders are like dangerous, they're still made of plastic. So like you just melt the plastic and it's fine. They like spray a bunch of the um the plastic spiders 
I think he manages like to get caught by the big one. Um, so then like Sydney makes like a makeshift frame flamethrower and like blasts the big one, <laughs> which was pretty fun. Yeah, when the dad's trying to like negotiate with the big spider and he was like, I've seen Charlotte's web, they did Charlotte dirty, it should have been the pig. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so funny as well because I was like, you do realise she just died of old age in that film, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, my guy, you missed the point of the film. <laughs> oh, I've just, I've seen my notes. I've just seen the, not the COVID bat reference. So it was in the car when he's talking about his oh, tragic backstory. Right. You can, if you're feeling fancy you can insert that i might i might have a look for it and put it in actually because otherwise i'm going to sound like an insane person (laughs) causing mass hallucinations or maybe it's stingy jack well whatever it is it's spreading like a virus which makes sense because it did start with a bat okay hear me out let's just say yeah so we find out his tragic backstory which is that i don't really know he gets trapped in a basement with loads of skeletons. Yeah, but he thinks that like but were they it was real? a result of him. I don't know, but he he is of the belief that it, he had a concussion and hallucinated it. Um, but I don't think it's ever like confirmed or denied whether it like actually happened or not. But basically, we're like we learn why he doesn't like skeletons because it's very specifically been skeletons that he's not been huge on. It was pretty glossed over, to be honest. Yeah, they needed, like, something to make him against it, I guess. And they were like, whatever, this is, this is not the main part of the film. <laughs> Do we then go to the school? Yeah. Right? To look for her friends. Who are dressed as Spider-Gwen, Hamilton, and Beetlejuice? I don't remember, honestly. I don't know, I, I don't know what the, the short girl was, but I know that one of them was definitely dressed as Spider-Gwen, which I was, like, so jealous. That's so cool. One of them, I think, was, like, Hamilton. Like, specifically my mom or Miranda Hamilton. I can't yeah. say that guy's name fast. <laughs> um, like, it's, like, the beard. He calls him, what, uh, Puerto Rican prince. <laughs> um, yeah, in my notes, it just says, is that a motherfucking Hamilton? <laughs> um, and then I just have clowns as my next my next note yeah so the school like hall of horrors event has loads of decorations which are all coming to life and there are some really creepy clowns with like axes and knives and stuff and they're all this bit was like a lot (laughs) i was like that's terrifying for a child it really was like and like even the dad is like why did they need axes like (laughs) did you have to give them that yeah this is the first part where they could have reasonably died yeah (laughs) although okay they set up the fact that the spiders were plastic before so were these ones not plastic yeah because he rips the arm off of he rips the arm off of a clown and it's just like stuffing inside yeah it has stuff because that's when he's because because up until that point, he thought it was, like, a performer. So, he like, that happens and he's like, oh, you're not you're not a person. Oh, no. <laughs> I think that that's the point also where he, like, like hard believes it. I think he was believing it with the spiders, but, like, he, like, is fully leaning into it now where he's like, okay, this is happening sort of thing. Because um, he rips a clown's arm off. 
Oh yeah, because before that, there is a performer, and they like hit him or something. The baby, the guy dressed as the baby, is like a person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I think because of that, he's like the clowns are like also performers, and then like he rips the arm off of one, and he's like, oh okay, maybe not. <laughs> The, the reason they're out of the school we should have mentioned is because they're looking for the spell book of Madame Hawthorne's to trap Stingy Jack again. And they find out that someone bought it in an auction that lives at 666 Elm Street. <laughs> and the guy was like, yeah, real freaks around here. <laughs> like... <laughs> like he doesn't live in like a town that's whole thing is Halloween. I know. <laughs> Like, you live here too, dude. So, yeah, they escape the, like, clown maze at school and go to this guy's house. Yeah, and, like, I know the clowns were scary, but there was, like, five of them and the dad was far too willing to fight. I I knew they could take them. <laughs> like, if they had to. Yeah, Sydney does, actually. She does. Thank God for her karate lessons. <laughs> so, yeah, they show up to 666 Elm Street it's revealed the guy who lives there is the principal, who is... I don't think we mentioned this, but, like, the principal is very, like... I don't know how to describe him. Like, a very cheerful, cheery guy. Very much not, like, the sort of person who you would think would buy, like... Oh, that's it, because the guy who they ask about, who did you sell the book to? He's like, oh, yeah, like, a devil worshipper, like, bought it, you know? And he, like, really bigs up that it's this, like, devil worshipper and then it's just like the principal and he's like oh hey guys you have a good time on like Halloween (laughs) and his little like devil costume was really cute (laughs) do you know what I thought at this point did you think the same thing I did because I think that's very funny if you did what did you think no mine is unrelated to this (laughs) sorry so oh okay you go first no no (laughs) I was thinking when they're like riding over there on the bikes oh also Mm. the dad can't cycle so he's on the front of Sydney's bike (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, why are they not calling the mother again to clarify what is happening? I don't know. I guess they're just a bit wrapped up in it all. But Yeah, but she is like I don't know. unsafe and out in the world, you know? I'm not sure. I guess like, what else would you do though other than just call her and be like, hey, because then you wouldn't have the thing at the end where they're like, where she just like lights the lantern. Yeah, I mean, narratively I get it, but it's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they were just like a little preoccupied and didn't think oh we should call her because in their mind I guess because she's not there she's safe because I guess they don't know how far it's spread they might be like oh it's fine she's like on the other side of town it won't spread that far that quickly see well I love my mother and would have checked that she was okay <laughs> anyway back to the principal <laughs> yeah so his whole like thing is that he I think he says oh that was it because he shows up and he's like oh yeah like, I just like collecting things, like... And he has, like, all these, like, Satan, like, stuff. Related to the like... eternal damnation of the human soul. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like, I like collecting things. And I was like, it would be so, like, boring if they, like, pulled the whole, like... Oh, he's like, he's like, oh, I'm only a collector, and then he turns out to be, like, evil. I was like, it is genuinely so much funnier, the fact that he just genuinely is just a collector, and he's just, like, collecting, <laughs> collecting things. I agree. Because I was kind of expecting him to, like betray them and they didn't do that like he literally just was like a collector (laughs) I think he used to be I think they say that he used to like be like a devil worshiper but like he like grew up grew out of it sort of thing but it was really funny (laughs) do you know what I was thinking 
Oh, like, they cycle to his house. Sorry, going back to that. Why aren't they taking out some of the Halloween decorations as they go? (laughs) Slow them down. They know they're coming to life. Before they went into the principal's house, they could have, like, snapped a couple leg bones of those skeletons. (laughs) I don't know. I guess they just, they're so single-minded, you know? They're just trying to get this book. Oh, that's right. So they read, they get the book out and they, like, read the spell. Because the dad reads Latin, so he, like, translates it. Oh, and then that's it. Then the curse spreads to the principal's front yard and, like, all of his decorations. Because remember, everyone in this town has at least two skeletons in their front yard. Like, that's just a given. Because <laughs> everyone has, like, displays in their front yard. Yeah, that's the basic level of Halloween there. Yeah, like, and his are, like, American football themed. Um, <laughs> they're all dressed up, so they're, like, padded. They've got helmets on. <laughs> They've got helmets on. And someone's like, could you have, like, not given them helmets? And he was like, I thought it looked cute. <laughs> he was so fun. He was one of the best characters on the fact he was going to give was. out mini toothpastes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so all of these, like, skeletons, like, smash in through his windows. Like, all of his windows. There's a shot of it, like, in the front of his house. And I was like, oh, my God, my guy. Do you know what does happen there? A dolly zoom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the, like, the tilt. I was like, oh, my God, the tilts as well. Like, Dutch tilts, yes. like, very slightly. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I will say there were some good camera things in this film. Just, they were, in that scene, they were like, oh, let's let's be a little bit funky. <laughs> and it never happens again for the rest of the film. <laughs> I like to call those moments um, film students show real time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love doing it in, like... Um, soaps or regular TV moments occasionally you'll get an episode where it's like a student trying to show every technique they know yeah. <laughs> you get them like filming in mirrors and stuff <laughs> oh my god <laughs> um, so then they go into the basement I think yeah the dad's worst nightmare yeah and the skeletons attacking them and, like, one of the skeletons, like, breaks through the locked door and for a moment I was like, oh, we're going to get a Shining reference? But we didn't really. Um, I thought we were going to as well when they were on the other side of the door. They, like, started, but, like, they, I didn't, they didn't commit to it. How do they get out of the basement? I can't remember. The dad chainsaws down all the skeletons. Oh, yeah. It took him all of five seconds to get over his trauma. <laughs> we stand a healed king. Yeah. <laughs> so they then go and... Oh, no, they don't, because the principal then holds, helps them hold a seance to talk to Madame Hawthorne, because during the whole um, American football skeleton attack, uh, the one page with the spell on it flew into the fire, because of course it did, and the page burned. So they, like, try and talk to Madame Hawthorne to get the um, the spell, like, get it back. Um, so then the dad gets possessed by her, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> So <laughs> I also just found it really funny that she like the like Madame Hawthorne like possesses him and it just immediately starts telling them off. She's like, What were you doing? Like <laughs> you guys are so stupid for releasing him. Like it wasn't like like kind of like, oh spooky. She was just like, What are you guys doing? You're so stupid, like, let's get back together. So like and then that was the point when you mentioned earlier, like she tells them like the spell and like one of the kids films it. Just so they can like remember the Latin like pronunciation, I think. And then she's like, before she goes, she's like, "You must believe it when you say it." Which I was like, I don't understand that because surely if you're like being like, "I condemn you to hell," why would you have to like believe it? Like, 
Do you know what I mean? I, I was a bit like, mm, that's a bit weak. But anyway. Yeah, I yeah, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> her eternal peace has been interrupted. So, like, I get that she's mad. <laughs> I would be mad. I thought that was kind of, that was so funny. And then, so they get that, and that's cool. Did they, I think, meanwhile, Stingy Jack's spirit has been hopping around the whole town, infecting everything. It then Does it then get to the the pumpkin carving event? Does he get there? Yeah, that they're now? lighting the, um, they're lighting Stingy Jack, right? There's a competition to carve his head. Yeah, like a pumpkin carving contest. Uh, did you and, notice uh, the check? You get $1,000 for winning that. I think that's reasonable. It's just a pumpkin carving contest. I'm about to carve three pumpkins for free for my town event. <laughs> I thought you were saying it's too little. I was like, that's pretty decent. No, it's loads. <laughs> we should do it for the love of Halloween. <laughs> I also was about to say, like, I think all the like the money in the town like went towards the school. <laughs> Oh yeah, they're definitely siphoning off the town budget. <laughs> That's all that was left over. <laughs> yeah, so they're doing that and the army appears. Oh, and the power goes out. Yeah, but to be honest, I reckon that town could fight. Like, I was honestly not worried about them. No, no, I saw them, I was like, no, they don't care. They, were, they also didn't even think that they were decorations. They thought it was just their local, like, their neighbouring town that they, like, have a rivalry with. So they were ready to, like, go to town against other people, which I, I respect. <laughs> yeah, their attitude was very much, if we have to, we will fight you to the death, our fellow townsmen. Like, it wasn't... There was no messing about. <laughs> oh, at this point, Sydney and the dad have remembered that they have a mother and a wife, and they're like, we have to go save her because yeah. Stingy Jack's going to get her. They, they call her then, then, right? And she doesn't pick up. Yeah, that's why they go to the festival. Yeah, and she's at home. Yeah, she went home because no one wanted her food. Because <laughs> it's bad food. Yeah, and then, like, when the power goes out, I think they notice that, like, Stingy Jack's body isn't there and neither is his head. Because I don't know if they actually lit his head or not at that point, but they're about to. Anyway, Stingy Jack has mysteriously disappeared and they're like, oh, shit. So then we go back to the home where uh, the mum is, obviously, and she's got a nice big glass of red wine. We do need to mention that the way they get home is by stealing the mayor's pumpkin truck and just driving <laughs> through the army. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> okay, imagine, okay, imagine being someone else there, just watching someone take the mayor's car and just drive through who you think are people. <laughs> I know. Can you imagine? Just be like, what the fuck? Like, I know we were going to fight them, but like, I think in a car is another story it's like oh my god so yeah she's like the mum is like blissfully unaware and like i think she's lit the head again maybe or it's already lit i don't really remember so yeah she's just chilling drinking her wine and then a stingy jack shows up um to like steal her soul because oh yeah that's the thing as well that madam hawthorne said that was like if if he can get a soul by midnight he'll be able to like Stay forever he won't like because i he's very he's got cinderella rules where he <laughs> normally can only stay until like the end of halloween which is at midnight but if he finds like a soul to exchange for his own he can like stay forever sort of thing um so the mum is his target basically yeah the 
the rules in this were a little hastily thought out, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, he's going to like drag her soul back to hell or whatever and exchange it for his. Because at first I was like, why is it midnight? And I was like, oh yeah, that's when like Halloween technically ends because it's a day, not like a... Because <laughs> I was like, why would it be midnight? Like, I was like, oh yeah, that's the end of the 31st. <laughs> Your sleep schedule is so bad that you forgot midnight is the end of a day. Yeah, like in my mind, it's like, it's not when it's the end of the day, it's when I go to sleep. Like, <laughs> like yeah, technically it is Tuesday, but in my heart it's still Monday because I haven't gone to bed yet. <laughs> So I can't remember what happens. They have like a little horror thing of her like being hunted around the house by a stingy jack. She's good at hiding. Yeah, that was like, a pretty good sequence. I rated her choices. <laughs> yeah, smart lady. Doing what we all would in that situation, which is hiding. <laughs> I think then they show up. Is that right? Yeah, they get home. Jack, stingy jack. Which also, by the way, pretty like terrifying image. Imagine that like, because stingy jack's like, is tall as well like it's a big dude and he's like pumpkin is like flaming it's like jesus <laughs> imagine that being like in your house and you're just like oh my god that would be terrifying but have you seen over the garden wall i have not there's i need to watch it i'll send you a photo afterwards but there is a giant pumpkin skeleton guy in that <laughs> very similar plot in that section actually <laughs> um but yeah basically they does anything else happen before they end up with like Stingy Jack, the mum and the dad in one room and then Sydney fighting a bat in another room? <laughs> no, honestly, I don't think so. I think that's the whole thing. Yeah, and like the whole, for some reason, the dad has to do the the ritual instead of uh, Sydney. There's no reason for that. She doesn't need to fight the bat. Shut the door on it. The bat's fine. Like, <laughs> she doesn't... And I thought that as well. I was like, why is she fighting this bat? Like, it's just a bat. Like, yeah having it be a bat like obviously it couldn't be too big a thing that she couldn't fight alone as a 14 year old girl but (laughs) the bat felt too small yeah it needed like several bats or like yeah something bigger not just one regular sized bat so she's fighting this bat she's winning it's whatever in the other room her dad is like stopping the mum from being pulled into this portal he reads the like ritual spell thing in Latin twice. It doesn't work, and he's like yelling to Sydney through the door, like, "I did it twice and it didn't work." And she's like, "You have to believe it." And I'm like, "That's such horseshit." But anyway, because <laughs> like, if I was in his situation, I would be believing it because otherwise, your wife is getting sucked into this wormhole. Like, the the stakes were pretty clear. <laughs> yeah, he's watching this happen. It's not hypothetical. Yeah, he knows... Do you know what I mean? It was like... It's not like there's nothing there for him visually to see, like, do I need to do this? Like, quite clearly, the stakes are there. So I was like, okay, I don't know why he would be like that, but anyway. But then why did it... What The next time he says it, he says it in English. But I guess that's, like, he believes it more because he understands it more, maybe? Well, I did respect that it didn't have to be in Latin. I feel like all, like... I saw this post a while ago that was, like, I find it very funny that all, like, Satan like spells are in Latin like the devil just like discovered Latin one day and was like oh this shit slabs I'm gonna write all of my stuff in this <laughs> <laughs> he just he just discovers the Romans he's like yo nice language you got I'm gonna use this it's a weeb but for like... <laughs> oh. 
But yeah, so just saying it in English like makes him believe it more, I think. So, But he knew the English translation right because he'd read it before, but they only filmed him saying the Latin. So what was the point of filming it? Well, because they thought they had to do it in Latin. But I guess it just works as long as you like say the right words. Because all he was like, I banish you. I could have said that. I could have gotten there. <laughs> yeah, I think if I was just trying out some things... <laughs> I think I would have eventually got to I banish you. <laughs> um, yeah, and then he gets banished back into this little turnip head. I don't remember what happens, but then I remember that they rebury it in the uh, chest, I think. Does anything else happen no, before the that? The pumpkin explodes. His pumpkin head explodes and goes all over the parents, and it's so wet. <laughs> Why was it so wet? I don't I don't know because it was carved. There was nothing in it. It was carved and it was burning for like several hours. Yeah, it was a light. It shouldn't be wet. <laughs> yeah, I just <laughs> forgot about that. They just wanted to do a goo shot for that, I think. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> um, but yeah, is that it then? Does that like, did they, do we then go to the next day? Or like the morning at least? Yeah, I'm not really sure. I just remember. Then at the end, it's like the dad and Sydney locking away the thing. Yeah, and they like basically like pour like fire retardant onto into like the skull so that like no one is like immediately gonna relight it. I would also just put a note in the box, being like, "Hey, this is Stingy Jack. His soul is stuck in here. Don't light this. <laughs> that's why we've put all this fire retardant in here." I know that that's just gonna like tempt people, cause like you know. <laughs> But just be like, or at least also put like, if you do end up lighting it, here are the words that you need to say to put him back. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, for one, we need to write down a new copy of the spell. Yeah, the English version. And the Latin. And I know just they to be can't safe. destroy it because that was like the thing they couldn't destroy it, right? Well, also, when he goes, oh, because obviously they can't burn it because, you know, that's the whole like thing is that you light it. I thought they were going to like dissolve it in acid or something because <laughs> when he's like oh, i've got this and i was like is that a vat of acid <laughs> no it's a um it was a thing of like fire powder but like it doesn't sydney say that like they can't destroy he wants the dad wants to destroy it right but sydney's like no we can't because it could release him so they just pour like yeah that's right yeah, yeah. they did actually explain that yeah some steps were definitely missing yeah <laughs> and then they're like what's that word when you have like dominoes but with objects what hang on <laughs> there's like a name for the word you know when you have like like a ball rolls down like a thing and then it knocks into i need to look this i up. know what you mean i didn't know it had a word there's a word for it though there is like a name for it um oh, i can't get butterfly effects stuck out of my head <laughs> it's not the word you're looking for no like a chain reaction yeah rube goldberg that was what i meant Oh, like the machines? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was it, that was it. I knew I had a word for it. All that work just to me to say, Rube Goldberg, as events happen, that mean that, like, part of the attic wall gets broken and they discover a bunch more boxes and they're like, absolutely not. Yeah, I don't know. Are they going to, like, move out? <laughs> <laughs> Madam Hawthorne did not mention those other boxes, which I thought was a bit rude of her. I don't know if it was all Stingy Jack or, like... Because there were different initials, I think, on the other chests. Which I also think was... Because the mayor, at the end of, like, 
at the end of everything is like, oh, you should, you think this is bad? You should see what we're like for Christmas. And I was like, oh, it's, they got a Christmas. <laughs> they haunted by like Christmas spirits as well. Okay, yeah. <laughs> do you think they'll do a sequel? Yes, I think they'd do a Halloween one definitely. Well, I don't know actually. I feel like they'd be too smart not to do it. If they did, it would have to be like a different family. There were definitely some parts in this that I was like, is this Christian propaganda? <laughs> I didn't mind, but there were bits where I was like, hmm. It's it's American. Like, it's always going to be a little bit Christian propaganda. All those Hallmark films are very, like, Christian propaganda. Because it's all like, the woman should quit her job, move to a small town where a rugged man can look after her. Some of them straight up have, like, God and angels as characters, so. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Literally, my mum was watching one the other day and it was like, that one of the characters was like, it was like she had an angel on her shoulder. And I was like, oh my god. Holly Lodge. Miracle at Holly Lodge. A character wins like the millionth customer holiday. Because <laughs> that's the thing that happens. That wasn't Holly Lodge, but yeah, I know Damn the it. one you're talking about. Imagine if it was the one I'd <laughs> walked in and said like two minutes off. Because the other thing as well, it was really funny. After that like exchange, basically... Someone gets that holiday and then quits their job. So then it means the main character has more work to do. And she goes back to her apartment. There were so many fucking cabinets in this kitchen. Like, <laughs> you know you have, like, cabinets at a normal Is that where you draw the line? No, but it, there was more, like, above as well. So, like, there was, like, the top cabinets. Oh, so they go you know, to the ceiling? Yeah, but, like, even higher. Like, these were high ceilings. And I was like, first of all, she lives alone in an apartment. You don't need more than, like, three cupboards. How much stuff has she got? Because she doesn't cook either. Like, they they were like, oh. She's like, yeah, I don't really cook. Like, you know, it's not really my thing. And I was like, what have you got these cabinets for then? There's so many. Yeah, I don't know if it's normal, but I've definitely seen, like, floor-to-ceiling cabinets before. You don't need that much space. It, it was a single-person apartment. How much stuff have you got in your kitchen? Anyway. <laughs> Gotten sidetracked. I didn't make any fix-it notes this... this um this film there wasn't anything glaring for me yeah not in like the plot but no i might give the effects a another look over <laughs> if i was which which are the ones that you thought were bad because i thought personally the Hall- the clown one was like good obviously they were actors like actors and stuff but like the clown ones were fine um stingy jack fight at the end mm. with the mum that wasn't great like when she's being pulled into the portal oh yeah <laughs> he just looked like some guy standing there <laughs> he just stood there like the, the standing yeah emoji. that was odd <laughs> do you know the one that was my favorite the 2d cat yes i really when he goes that. under the car <laughs> i was like oh, i love you little cat <laughs> also the sully sees that cat go into like that like coffin he's got and he doesn't go like, that's weird. <laughs> he does not notice that that is not a real cat. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, when he's fighting that, like, half skeleton from, the like, the jump scare box he's got, I thought that was quite fun as well, that it was just, like, yeah. <laughs> just the, like, torso and arms. <laughs> yeah, not all of them were bad, but there was definitely a couple. I, I remember the other ones now, but definitely mm. a couple that I thought, oh, looks a bit... It would have been kind of nice to have seen more kind of like that cat, do you know what I mean? Like, not saying that they wanted to be two-dimensional, but like a little more stylized would have been fun because it was clear that a lot of them were just yeah. people, like actors dressed up. It also would have been quite funny if they'd had shown like regular like 
jack-o'-lanterns like because obviously they can't move <laughs> it would be quite funny if they're just like they're just like making noises but they can't do anything because they're just like pumpkins <laughs> yeah we didn't see anything alive that couldn't move <laughs> but they must have had jack-o'-lanterns yeah like there must have been so many i think it would have been quite funny if we'd seen like a few of those just like a cutaway yeah they're just like seething because they can't move they're like <laughs> okay have you seen that video of like the baby raccoons where there's people going to pet them and they make these cute squeaking noises and as soon as they get close they start hissing and they look really mean that's what i wanted the pumpkins to do <laughs> that would have been so fun oh that's a shame they could have done that but yeah otherwise i can't think of much else i just i think i would have loved if they had toned down the dad like his morals okay not his morals but like he was very like only science no halloween like i don't know like he was very like big on science which like obviously he's a science teacher but like i was like no i don't know if actual science people would be like that but then i just remembered mr beep, beep, beep. i'll beep his name but <laughs> i was like he probably would be like that actually <laughs> yeah i can definitely imagine that but yeah, like but at the start, he, he wouldn't even suspend belief for a second to like protect his daughter. I was like, that's weird. Like with the first fight with Sully. Yeah, like Sully has a shotgun out and he's not immediately like, hmm, maybe I should intervene just to get my daughter out of the way. Like, I, yeah, because he just felt, especially at the beginning, he just felt a bit too like disbelieving. I was like, come on, like, we get it. <laughs> like, as we say, it was short films. They had to like really hammer in that he's just very doesn't believe in any of it or anything so yeah i'll never advocate for a film to be longer but <laughs> i could have done it in a different way yeah i would have also liked to send the mum a bit more and the mayor actually yeah i thought they were both really fun yeah i can't really think of much else i think it was it got the job done yeah it was it was pretty wholesome all things considered as well minus the like clowns and the spiders um <laughs> yeah i did like that it was wholesome it was very sweet it would be an easy watch like if you were watching with kids yeah, if it it's a twelve actually, I noticed, which I thought was interesting because like when it started, I was like, really, it's a twelve, but like I think it is a bit too like scary for like little kids, so I get that. Also, like the swearing is just like on the wrong side of it. I'm very interested to learn that that's a twelve. Yeah, I'm now gonna I'm gonna Google what the old Disney Channel films used to be, like Halloween Town. So Halloween Town is PG, I think. I look up what Hocus Pocus is. I think Hocus Pocus is also PG. I might be wrong, but I wouldn't say this was worse than Hocus Pocus. I wonder if, like, what tipped it over the edge? Like, because it might have just been, like, swearing. But then it might have been, like, too scary. Do you know what I mean? It's a TV-14 in America, this film. TV-14? So it's a 12 here. It's The reason is that the film contains some horror themes and some profanity. It's probably a combination. That's really interesting to me. I don't think this should have been a, well, a 12. Oh, I wonder if they took the swearing out, if that would change the rating. I don't know, because I think the the fear factor of it would be a bit too high. Like, I think the, like, the scary parts of it would have been too scary, even like without the profanity. <laughs> Fair enough. Because a lot of people don't like spiders, Rosie. I know we're both fine with it, but for some people that would have been unwatchable. <laughs> they weren't real spiders, though. That doesn't matter. They're still, like, they still have eight legs and crawl. I'm sure the Disney Channel 
original movies from Halloween that I watched when I was younger were scarier than this. I know I'm obviously watching this <laughs> as an adult, but I'm sure. <laughs> okay. And we also like fl- fixed it during the recording. I think I think we said some other things. Yeah, there wasn't too much to fix. I like this one. Yeah. It was definitely one of the better films that we've seen. Okay. What else do we normally do? Title. 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 Uh, I think it should have been Stingy Jack. <laughs> because... I don't know, the curse of Bridge Hollow doesn't really... I wouldn't say Bridge Hollow was cursed. I would say that there was a guy. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I I don't think it suits it as much as... I think it would have been better if it had been, like, Stingy Jack or something. <laughs> Stingy Jack's, Jack's fun night on the town. <laughs> Stingy Jack's going out, out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Curse of Bridge Hollow feels like a working title. It's a good title. I just don't think it fits this film. Like, it's not a curse. I would say it was like, because like if if you just said there's a Halloween film called Curse of Bridge Hollow, I would think that like the whole town is like cursed. Like something is up with this town. But no, it's just yeah, one guy that's like running around. <laughs> He's called terrorizing them. <laughs> Isn't it always? <laughs> but um, oh yeah, I think Stingy Jack should have been in the title. I think that's a fun name because then it would have made even more sense for them to start the film out with Hit the Road Jack. Yeah, even if they wanted to keep it as, like, the curse of Stingy Jack or, like, the legend of Stingy Jack, if that was, like, yeah. the vibe Oh, the legend of Stingy for. Jack is so fun. Because <laughs> <laughs> then they could have, like, lent into it as well and been like, oh, there's this, like, thing called, like, Stingy Jack, and they're like, that's horseshit. Like, don't believe that sort of thing. Yeah, because even the mayor, like, tells the myth, right? At yeah. the start, so. It, it wasn't a bad title, but I do I do think Stingy Jack should have been in the title. <laughs> I agree. Oh, what did you like about it? I loved my favorite part is that they made good choices that other people mm. would make in 2022. <laughs> um, I obviously I said at the beginning I really liked the a lot of the music choices. I thought they were really great, very classic like Halloween songs. I feel like there needs to be more good Halloween songs. Like, I feel like a lot of the good ones are really old, which is a shame. Would love to see some more. But anyway. I also really liked the, I really liked the mayor. I loved her costumes. I loved her whole vibe. Spectacular. I love that she was a voluntary mayor as well. Like, it's a voluntary, like, position. I thought that was really fun. She was my favourite character. Her and the principal. Her pumpkin car was amazing. I loved her. (laughs) She was nice apart from, like, spitting out the oh the food beetroot but it must have, i think it was bad though like anything with beetroot in i'm always a bit like like people make beetroot brownies and i'm like there are other substitutes to be vegan that don't have to have vegetables <laughs> very true you heard it here first <laughs> you don't have to use vegetables guys <laughs> you can use like almond flour or something <laughs> <laughs> now we're big gluten well, no, if this film is set, like, now, right, like, there are a lot more substitutes for, like, vegan baking, gluten-free baking, than there used to be, like, ten years ago. If this film was set ten years ago, the beetroot thing would be valid. Now yeah. she has no excuse. But the jokes were, like, not funny because there are so many vegans now. <laughs> yeah, and, like, there's a lot more, like, products out there that you can use. Like, you can make vegan marshmallows. Like, I was talking to my friend about that the other day. Like, there's, like, different, like gelatin alternatives that you can use that are like depending on like what type of jelly stuff you want (laughs) so yeah that was the only kind of like downside i think which is pretty good all things considering (laughs) yeah if that's like our only problem 
I also loved how it was very wholesome and there wasn't it's one of like almost like magical realism in the town like it's where there's no like real world issues yeah like everyone was so nice this family like at the very beginning when Sully introduced himself I thought he was gonna be racist and I was like oh fuck's sake we have to deal with this as well but like he wasn't he was just like your average like ex-wife hater (laughs) Um, which transcends race apparently (laughs) transcends race but like the kids that met Sydney as well were just like so nice and like friendly to her. Like I was like, oh, is she gonna have to like get over the whole like being in a new town and like you know having to make new friends? But like they were really nice to her as well, and I just was like, yeah, it was really wholesome. It was really sweet. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think that was one of the best parts of this film. Okay, that's it. Any? Do you know what I found was interesting? Because usually we would talk about like behind the scenes facts and stuff, but. Yeah. Not many people are talking about this film. I only came out a week or so ago. Is it only a week? I think it was the 14th. Almost two weeks. Like, not many people are talking about it. I couldn't really find anything on it. It's nothing to write home about, I'll be honest. (laughs) It's not bad enough that people are talking about it, if that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, if we're comparing to, like, Hubie Halloween, that was, like, an event. Yeah. If this wasn't a Netflix film and was, like made by a regular company that would put it on tv i could see this being a film that's on every year yeah very much so but because it's netflix you have to make that choice yourself yeah yeah like again it it feels like a hallmark film in that way like it feels like backgroundy type film that you put on I i think we've fixed all that we can fix i think we did them as we went as well like we kind of said things that we didn't like as much this was definitely a special little treat for us it was <laughs> compared to what we're watching next month yeah. <laughs> i'm very i'm low-key excited for it but <laughs> it became sort of a uh, legend of the pod right <laughs> yeah if you don't know already we are next week sorry next month going to be watching the lily reinhardt pregnancy film i can't remember what it's called i, I think it's look both ways, both ways. Yeah, we mentioned it so many times when we were thinking about what to watch in November, I thought. The schedule's up on the Twitter already, so... It is, which is at Flix's pod. We're, we're, we're more active over there now. I know we've been promising that for a while, but we're actually posting stuff on there now. So if you want to see the schedule, you can also see what we're watching in December. We have, like, an extra film up there as well, which I won't mention, just to keep it a surprise. Get you to actually follow the Twitter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Yeah, as I say, we we talked about it so much, I thought we can't not watch it. I think it's, I, I've heard bad things about it, so I'm kind of excited. I also love the concept of sliding doors as, like, like butterfly effect, like, two different directions it could go. I hate it. Do you? Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. It's my least favourite film concept, actually. Really? Oh my god, I love, like, time things. So this is, yeah, I literally started watching Paper Girls yesterday because... I realised it was like a time travel thing. We're going to fight next next time. <laughs> I may have changed my mind by next week. I may have it by next month. I may just like absolutely hate it. <laughs> After suffer- suffering through it. I've also, I just realised I've never seen anything with Lily Reinhardt in. So I don't know what she's like as an actress. Um, as someone who has unfortunately <laughs> watched all of Riverdale. <laughs> I thought you stopped watching. 
if only. Just imagine where <laughs> I could be now. <laughs> oh my god. The next season, I think, is the last season. I feel like there's been many last seasons, though. Yeah, I don't know if it's the next one or the one after that, but they've gone back to the 50s. Yeah. Anyway, I think Lily Reinhardt's quite a good actor. She is, yeah. Okay. She has a bit of a funny way of talking, though. Interesting. I don't think I've ever heard her speak. Well, like, if I have, it's been in, like, clips. I remember seeing that clip of the, like, serial killer Jean thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she sounds like um, that basically the whole time. It's a little bit... Amazing. Um, Kristen Stewart in Twilight, but not I've exactly. not seen that either, Rosie. Oh. <laughs> you need to get your cultural references. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a problem for next month. Yeah, exactly. Um... But yeah, you can follow us on Twitter at Flix's Pod, posting stuff on there about new film, new films. <laughs> <laughs> please, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review. Um, I've been meaning to mention this for a while, but it helps us grow. Um, we're trying to like commit to this a bit more. And also, if you just leave something funny, I will read it, and I will appreciate it. Yeah, so. <laughs> if it's particularly funny expect us to discuss even, it even if you're just rude yeah. yeah yeah actually if you if you leave a review we'll read it out next month maybe and uh thank you for it so <laughs> if you want to say something scathing you can you can do so <laughs> yeah insult us we can take it cut to next week and we're crying <laughs> <laughs> yeah our, our theme music is fall for me by Solvi. the link to that ep is always in the description uh the episode i also and this is very too late for me to say that but i have also put like timestamps for the spiders for the film if you want to watch this film but don't like spiders the timestamps are in the description as well i might put ones for the clowns as well but that's kind of a big chunk the spiders was very self-contained you could i think you can definitely skip the clowns it's just because they're only in the maze and then they and go to the principal's house right so yeah put one anyway yeah, okay. So I'll put one for the clowns as we well. We got you. We look um, after you. Yeah, if you've, if you've listened this far, you you know what happens with the clowns. They fight clowns and they escape. It's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, otherwise, I think that's everything. I always feel like we forget something at the end, but I think that is everything. One day we'll write a proper outro. <laughs> uh, but yeah, otherwise we'll see you in November when we watch uh, The Cliff Ways. See you then. Bye. god dude a tiny little bird just landed on my windowsill and looked in my window <laughs> oh my god a fan <laughs> <laughs> our only one <laughs> our singular fan showing up to uh to see the recording <laughs> oh live recording